Once again, for tuning in with me with Destiny Talk. Today we're going to be discussing, I will trust you, Lord. And there's so many things going on in the world today that we really have to tune in to the Spirit of God and say to ourselves, nevertheless, I will trust you, Lord. When we say that we're going to trust God, are we asking ourselves, how do we trust God? Are we asking ourselves, I don't understand? What are the questions that we're asking ourselves when we say, I will trust you, God? Is it that at the same time we're saying, I will trust you, there's a question mark behind it of how and should I trust you and what are the ways of trusting you? Because so many times we look for a manifestation of trust. We look for physical trust instead of a spiritual trust in God. And if we really look at the word trust, we begin to realize that trust is a reliance on the integrity, the strength, ability, surety of a person or thing. It's confidence and hope. It's a place of assurance, faith, and hope. So when we go into trust, we want to think that we should be quoting a lot of scriptures And that's going to build our faith of trust in God. But faith without works is dead. So even if you quote the scripture, it has to be alive in the spirit man. You have to believe what you're quoting. It's like when you're going to a job interview, you have to think that you are the best candidate for the job. So when you're trusting God, you have to believe there's none other to trust. You have to believe that his word is true. You have to believe on the character of God. So how do we trust? What do we do when we trust? When we can discover from the scripture that the character of God will teach us what we can expect from God concerning his actions towards us in our present circumstances. Do we know the character of God in order to trust him? Do we know God? is the question. You can't trust a person or your God if you don't know him. So you have to get to know God in order to trust him. In order for the word of God to become manifest in your life, and and we're all looking for the manifestations of God in our lives, and we want the manifestations in, in our lives if we are backslidden, In the Holy Spirit manifestations, we want comfort. We want comfort from a a loved one passing away. We need the assurance that God is going to cancel and cast out the demonic activity that's around us from depression, from discouragement, family problems, finances, generational curses. We trust God for guidance, healing, job problems, marital problems, salvation, 
unemployment, employment, sexual sins, suicide. We trust God for everything in our lives, but yet the manifestation is what we lack. We quote the scripture, but we wait for the manifestation. So how do we put the two together and yet trust God? You know, we we believe God for a job, and then when we don't get the job, we begin to believe that, you know, negatively the enemy will begin to to tell us things, and we'll believe that, that the manifestation wasn't of God. So we have to begin to focus on the character of God, the word of God. God intends to keep his promises to us. The scripture reveals to us that God is Lord. He's unchanging. Hebrew says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's the God that you serve, one that's going to be there for you no matter what, a God that's saying, I'm here. I'm not going to leave you, nor am I going to forsake you, but it's up to you as to how the manifestation comes. It's up to you. Where one door closes, another will open. That's the trust you have to have in your God. When one door closes, I know my God. He will never leave me. He won't leave me like this. So I know i got to keep putting my trust in him. I know i got to keep listening in the spirit realm to what he's saying to me. When we trust God, we experience peace. We experience divine intervention. We experience his grace, his love, his mercy when we trust God. What is it that you're going through today? What is it that I'm going through today that is hindering me from trusting God? Is it because I'm crying and I'm worrying so much? Can you worry and trust God? No. Is it that I'm thinking on the negative more than I am the positive? Is it that I'm reading the word but I'm hurt so bad that I can't trust him? Because, you know, you can read the word of God, and while you're reading it, you believe, you get a revelation, but yet by the time you close the book, you still have problems believing. And then you say to God, help me, help my unbelief, God. That's what you need to admit to him, that you have unbelief. You know, and we go into the Bible, and we begin to acknowledge some things that happened that trust had to be a major factor, Trust had to be the everything, the fiber of who they are when we go into the New Testament, you know, and the miracles begin to happen. They had to trust and know the God that they served, Paul and Silas, Peter. Before any healings could come forth, they had to believe the God that they served. And when the people came against them, they had to know that the God that they served would bring them out. And, and, and that's where we have to be in our lives We have to know that the God that we serve will bring us out. Psalms 118 says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in man. Where are we putting our confidence today? What are we believing in today? Is it the word of God that we're believing? Is it the manifestation in the flesh that we're believing? Or is it that we're believing in the spirit realm, that no matter what I see, I know the God that I serve. No matter what is going on, I know God will make a way for me. Where is our confidence today? God is saying, why are you putting your confidence in man? I know they're there physically. I know that they're there to help you. But your help cometh from the Lord. I look unto the hills from whence cometh my help. For my help cometh 
from the Lord. So before we leave the house, before we attack any situation through phone calls or conversation, we first have to look to the hills from which cometh our help. We first need to seek the face of God and get direction from him. We cannot take this thing head on. We cannot do things in our own manner. The Bible says in John 15, Abide in me, and I will abide in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in me. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth fruit. Much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. So God is letting us know, I got your back. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm going to be right there for you. But you have to abide in me. You have to seek my face. You have to have a relationship with me. You have to know the expectations of what I have for you. And because of that, you will begin to know what God is saying in your life. You will begin to know where you need, where you need to be in that particular time. Trust, confidence, assurance, and hope. Where is your hope today? Is it in the government? Is it in believing that things are going to get better because of what you see? Or is it because you know the God that you serve? Where is your confidence today? Where is your trust? You know, when we are going through, we begin to cry out to God. And we begin to tell God what's going on. But we have to know that we must command the words of God. We must believe God and then command things to happen in our life. So when we begin to say, God, I trust you, for your word says, and after we quote whatever scripture we're going through, we have to find scripture for what we're going through. We can't just take stuff off the top of our head and say, oh, well, God is going to do it. He's no, we need to quote scripture because that's our foundation. We need to quote the scripture because that's where we find our strength. So if you're going through problems or situation, the Bible says, okay, in, in job securities, in job situations, in health, he said in Psalms 84, I will withhold no good thing from those who walk upright. So when you're seeking God for something, you can use that scripture, and then you dwell on that scripture day and night, and you begin to meditate. As he told Joshua to meditate on his word and to keep his commandments, and his ways will be prosperous before him. And he said, do not let this law depart from your mouth in Joshua 1 and 8, but to meditate on it. We have to meditate on the word of God. That way we won't live a defeated life. That way we won't be um, distracted from the things of God. Believe and command and trust God. Once you command it to be so, trust God. Because you can begin to use the scripture, no good thing will he withhold from me that walk upright. And then you begin to just remind your inner man, your spirit man, I've walked upright. I've done according to the word of God. I'm not perfect. I'm not there yet. But according to what I know, I've done those things. So, God, your word says that I'm, I'm going to receive it because I walk upright with you. And you begin to pray that scripture and any other scripture that the Holy Spirit gives you to pray. And he says in, in 3 John 1, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health even as thy soul prosper so if you're sick 
you can remind your spirit man of that word, and you can begin to let your spirit know that God says he wish above all things that I prosper and be in good health. I am in good health. I am going to live. I'm not going to die. I am going to be healthy. And we confess these things before the Lord. And we confess these things in our spirit man. Our spirit man will begin to grow. Our spirit man will begin to increase in the word of God. So now our spirit man takes control of the situation. So now the manifestation of God begins to come forth because we have commanded the word of God. We have decreed the word of God. And God stands on his word. God supports his word. He said, when you abide in me and I in you, then, not before then. So once you have that divine connection with God, he said, I will come. Because we have a connection between the two. And nothing will harm you. But because of doubt, because of the enemy, because he comes in and he steals your joy, because he comes in and he, he's there to steal, kill, and destroy the word of God in your life, and we allow him to do it when we listen to his doubt. We allow him to do it when we look at things in the flesh. We allow the enemy to succeed in our lives when we don't meditate on the word of God. Because the word of God in Romans 12 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind daily with the word of God. Renew your spirit man daily with the word of God. So when things come up against you, when things begin to tear you down, you have the strength of the word of God to build you back up. No matter what the enemy is saying, no matter what the circumstances is showing you, you have the word of God. The word of God in Proverbs 3 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. And leaning to your own understanding, that means that you have concluded a better idea than God. That means that you have planned everything out from beginning, middle, and end without consulting your God. Now, how could you come up with a better answer for your life than your creator? How can you come up with a better answer for your life when God is God? So we seek the face of God for direction and for answers. We seek the spirit of God for the strength and the anointing and the power that already dwells within us. It's not something that we're waiting for God to do. We're not waiting for the the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We're not waiting for the manifestation of the anointing. We're not waiting. It's in us. All we have to do is Speak it, and you speak it by trusting in God. It becomes manifest and powerful when you have the word of God in you. He said greater works should we do to those who believe. If you believe you can do greater works, then greater works you shall do. But the word of God has to be empowered inside of you. The word of God has to be active inside of you. So if the word of God is not active, if you're not reading, 
if you're just looking at television ministries and whatever, you have to have that quiet time with God if you want the manifestation of his power, if you want the anointing to begin to flow. Then God can be able to do what he has said he would do in our lives. But be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed to their way of thinking because we have a God that created us that says, you know what, I'm here. I'm waiting. I'm listening. I'm, I'm everything to you. But because of fear and because of doubt, we do not trust God the way that we should. And then it says, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. So when we begin to acknowledge God, when we begin to say, God, I trust you, and we're crying, and we don't have money, we don't have food, we don't have gas to even go to the interview, we don't have paper to print for a resume because we're unemployed, or we're, when we look at our W-2s and it puts us in the financial rankings of the world, and maybe we're at poverty level or below poverty level because of unemployment or because of uh, being fired from a job, you have to get to a place of trusting God. Though what you see is one thing, but God's promise is another thing. And so which one are you going to believe? Which, which one are you going to trust? The hands, your hands that says, I need to find another job so that I can be successful. I need to find another position so that I can be prestigious. Or, or are, you going, are you going to trust the, the hands of God? Are you going to trust God today? Because there's nothing else to trust. Even when you go to a job fair, there's 5,000 more people on that one job you're looking for. Who are you going to trust today? Who are you going to confide in today? God will instruct us. He loves us. He will rescue us from everything that's happened to us. But we have to quote the word of God. We have to begin to say and demand and decree in our lives what the word of God say. In Psalms 118, I will not die but live and will proclaim what the word of God has done, what the Lord has done. How can we proclaim it if we don't speak it? How can we advance if we don't believe? So how are you trusting God today? Are you trusting him through your tears? Are you trusting him through your fears? Because they can't work together. The flesh and the spirit man are constantly warring with each other. So whatever you trust the most, that's who's going to win. But when you feed yourself with the word of God, when you meditate on the word of God, then you will have great success. That's what he told Joshua. If you meditate day and night, you do not let these words depart from your mouth, and you begin to do what everything that is written in it, I shall make your way prosperous, and you shall have good success. And then he goes on to let him know that I will be with you. And as we begin to finish up in Joshua, we begin to realize the, the defeats he had, the, the victories he had in his life. He defeated so many things in his life because he trusted God. He defeated them. God defeated him with him because he trusted God. What is in our lives today that we need to trust God, that we're being defeated right now? Is it our health? because we don't have the insurance we had, so we can't run to the doctor the way we used to. Well, if that's the case, then we need to begin to speak words of healing into our lives. 
we need to begin to speak the scriptures of healing where he promises us that we shall be healed. And he promises us that by his stripes we are healed. If we don't know any other scripture about healing, we know that by his stripes we are healed. So then we can command the devil to go. We don't have to bind him. We can command him to go. Go now because I am healed, devil. I cast you into outer darkness now because God says I am healed. Whatever it is you have placed in my body is illegal. This is the temple of God, and I refuse to accept the report. I refuse to accept what you have placed in my body. So I cancel you in the name of Jesus, and I cast you out. And at that time of that proclamation and that declaration, the word of God becomes active in our lives. The word of God becomes manifest in our lives, but we look for the manifestation in the flesh. Because first it happens in the spirit realm. Then it manifests in the natural. So even if you're sick and you begin to decree healing and you don't see the healing and it's time for your doctor's appointment, you have to stand on the word of God. You've cast the devil out. You've decreed to him that he will not take your life. And when you get to the doctor is when you receive your manifestation of your report. But you have to believe the manifestation of your report before you get there. What is it today that you need God to do, but your trust is not there? Your belief and your hope is dwindled because you've been so many times and no has been the answer. You've done it so many times that the doors have been closed. But we have to trust him even in the midst of closed doors, even in the midst of saying no. We have to, we have to ask him, teach us your ways, God. Teach us your ways. I don't want to acknowledge things of my own self. I don't want to direct my own path. God, I need to know who you are. I need to know your directions. And we begin to build that relationship with God. But trusting God is decreeing his word. Trusting God is standing on what his promises say. What are the promises of God in your situation today? What are the promises? When Abraham had to take Isaac up there to sacrifice, he said to his son, God has a lamb. So that told me right there that he was saying to himself, I'm going. I'm following, I'm following the God that I serve, but I know the God that I serve, and he will not do this to my child. So I'm going to go by faith, believing God, but I know I'm coming out of this and we're going to come back down. He knew the whole time. But how did he know? Because he had a relationship with God. He communed with God. When God told him to go, he went. What are we saying to God today? Should I trust you, God? Are we asking him, how do I believe you? What do I need to do, God, to build my faith and trust in you? And as Abraham was standing there, an angel appeared to him, and he said, you know what? There's a lamb over there. And, and I could imagine how Abraham felt, like not a sigh of relief, like, whew, I thought for a minute that, no, I believe that he stood there and said, that's the God that I serve. And it built his faith even the more to say, I'm in the right place with God. Are we in the right place with God to trust him? Are we in the right place with God to hear his voice? Because if not, we can get there. We don't have to depend on somebody to get there for us. But we can begin to get there and trust God and be in the safety of his arms. 
And and in Psalms, the word of God says, 37, the Lord shall help them and deliver them. And he shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. You know, God has so many trust scriptures in the word of God that lets us know he loves us and he's there for us. What is it today that we're going through that we really need God to move in our lives? But we have to trust him. The, The foundation comes from us. He created us. He promised us. He's standing by his word. Now what is activated in us needs to come out of us. What is in us needs to come out. It's not so much as to think it, and it's not to make it a cliché. And, oh, I trust God. Oh, God is going to move. But do you really believe what you're speaking? It's not about just speaking it, but you have to believe it. And then you have to declare it to the devil and let him know, no matter what, I'm not budging. And that's why people say sometimes when I pray it seems like it gets worse before it gets better. Then that's true because the enemy is fighting with you. The war, the war is between the flesh and the, and the spirit realm, and they're fighting against each other. And they're saying, no, you need to do this. No. But you have to believe the word of God and let the enemy know no matter what, I, I trust God. I know it looks like it's getting a little worse. I know I done got a couple of letters that's telling me I might get put out or whatever, but I yet have to trust the God that I serve. And through your trust, God will honor that. Through your de- declarations, God will be there for you. Trust, hope, confidence. That's what we have in God. Confidence in the God that we serve Assurance So if somebody say well how do you know God is going to do that You know you've done it He's not done it before for you And you prayed and you fast And you've gotten no victory You've gotten um, no manifestation of Who he is in your life And then after hearing all of that You begin to get discouraged And and, And the enemy begins to feed Help you to feed off of those negative words So when you feel discouraged when you feel down, you don't have to play Superman or Superwoman and, and begin to just, oh, I've gotta, I got to stay focused, i got to stay focused. Begin to go to God and say, and Hezekiah did it himself. You know, when he took the letter before the Lord and he said, God, look at what your enemies are saying. Look at what's going on. When he told them the same way I've done to other kings, Hezekiah, I shall do to you and more. So Hezekiah went before, the God, before, God, before God with his heart first. And he knew and he acknowledged that, okay, in reality, this is, this is what happened. And he's saying to God, I can't do this without you. Because what I see is a man who's telling the truth. He has defeated the other kings. But God, when I turn to you, I receive the strength that I need to defeat this king. I receive the assurance that you've got my back. And once we cast our cares upon God, as it says in Psalms 55, he said he will sustain us and he will never let the righteous fall. So even though it looked bad in your situation, even though you look like you're defeated and everything around you says defeat, God said, I will not let you fall. And you're saying, but God, I've fallen. I'm already down. You, you want to talk about Joseph in the pit. I think I'm on the next level under Joseph because I'm, I'm, I'm just messed up. But God is saying to us, that's in the natural. That's in the natural you look that way. But in the spirit realm, the plan of God is sure. But if you don't know the plan of God, then you stay in the pit. 
there's a vision, there's a, there's a prophetic word for you in the spirit realm that you need to grab hold to that's going to have you to trust God more, that's going to have you to stay focused more. What's the vision that you have from God that says, I'm here? A lot of times people that are sick may have a dream from God that shows them healed, that shows them that God has operated on them, that shows them that God is right there with them. And if that's the case, they wake up the next morning revived, and they say to themselves, though I still feel a little strange, God showed me in a dream that I'm healed. God showed me in the dream that he operated on me, and, and, his, and, and his spirit has healed me spiritually. Now the manifestation comes in the natural because of the fact that you're trusting what you've seen in the prophetic realm. And that's where the word of God is. He's in the spirit realm. He's not in the natural man. So no matter how no matter how many vitamins we take, no matter how many doctor visits we have, when you get that word from God in the spirit realm, that's what will stand. Not the not the vitamins, not the doctor reports, none of that. That helps. But you want your true word from God. So when you're seeking the face of God, get a revelation from God. Get a prophetic word from God. Get your own identity with God. Don't be afraid of, of what the enemy says to you. Because when God builds a house, his labor is not in vain. So as God builds your spirit man, it will not be in vain. Because the more you grow in the spirit of God, the more you begin to trust who he is. You've got to get into the spirit realm of God, not the natural realm of God. He doesn't dwell there. So every time you look for him in the natural, he's not there. That's why the answers are not there. But when you stop with the cliches and the Christian things and you seek God and you truly get a word, nothing will shake that word because you and God have spoken. You and God have connected. God said, I am divine. Connect to me. I am who I am. So as we end today, we know that trusting in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding. Trust the word of God. Get into the word of God. Dwell in his presence. Stop dwelling in the flesh. Fast and pray and seek his face. I trust that God will reveal himself to you prophetically. I trust that God will will help you to command the atmosphere to change on your behalf, and you will decree that God's word will stand forever in your life, in your person, in your spirit, man. Connect to the spirit man of God, and you will see the manifestations of your life. Connect in the spirit realm, and God will answer your prayers. Connect in the spirit realm, and God will give you a prophetic word that will stand until and we have to trust him. It's not our own understanding that will help us to stand, but it's the word of God. It's the wisdom of God. It's God's power. The anointing is already in you. Activate it. The power is already in you. Activate the word of God. Activate the word of God. It's not by somebody touching you with an activation. The word is already activated in you. Trust God. Believe God. And he shall direct thy path. Is not the activation of people, but it's the activation of the Spirit of God. It's the activation of the Word of God. 
Word of God. Always continue to meditate on the Word of God. Continue to meditate on the Word of God. We thank you today. We love you, and we know that by trusting God, you will be successful. And we praise God right now.